Good afternoon, everyone. It's Allie Corman, Ken Shreve here with a breakdown of the action in today's session, Thursday, February 1st, where we saw a bounce for stocks after Wednesday's Fed fueled sell off, Ken. And we've got more big earnings reports after the close that could impact Friday's action. No doubt about it. And we got that all important uh, jobs report too on uh, on Friday. But uh, yeah, we had some pretty harsh uh, selling in the market uh, Wednesday after the Fed meeting, but uh, nice uh, nice percentage gains uh, today. I want to talk about two stocks that gapped up uh, powerfully on earnings in the Solar Group Next Tracker. Also want to take a look at Ferrari. Uh, ticker there is R A C E. Next Tracker is N uh, N X T, I believe. And then uh, Appfolio, a real estate uh, software firm. A PPF, uh, another stock that gapped up on earnings recently and is really holding gains well. All right. Sounds like a plan, Ken. We'll get to those stocks. But first, let's take a look at the major indexes. The NASDAQ today up 1.3%. The S&P 500 up almost that much as well. And the Russell 2000 up 1.1% today. The Dow up almost 1%. So we do have a bounce here for the NASDAQ right at that 21-day moving average that we keep an especially close eye on when the stock market is in such a strong uptrend. Yeah, and we really haven't seen a whole lot of, uh, of distribution in this uh, index. Uh, when you look at yesterday, that sharp drop down to the 21-day uh, line, uh, it came in, you know, pretty pretty heavy volume, heaviest volume for a down day in, in several weeks, it looks like. But uh, so that's a good example of what a distribution day looks like. And, you know, we did have a, a, rally, a rally today in, in lighter volume. But uh, in the end, Allie, you know, we're just looking at so many you know, stocks acting well out there. So we can get a bad day in the index. But even yesterday during the sell-off, you know, our leaderboard model portfolio, we really didn't do hardly anything at all because all of our top performing stocks were holding their 10-day lines or holding above short-term support levels. So just didn't really see any sell signals yesterday. I think it's too late to give up on this uh, uptrend, but it was certainly encouraging to see the gains uh, today after the, after the sell-off uh, on Wednesday. It sure was. And now let's turn our attention to the S&P 500. Didn't even come down to its 21-day line and saw a pretty strong bounce here today. So if you look at the weekly gain, you know, we've now reversed higher for the week. It's an outside week. And who knows, Ken, maybe there's a magnet to that 5,000 level for the S&P. Yeah, could uh, could could be. I think the uh, the the market is uh, is acting uh, is acting just just fine here. You know, it's been a it's been a big move up uh, from that uh, low of around uh, 40, 4100 or so. Uh, so many up weeks in a row, and only one down week uh, that I could see. So that that's given the bulls, you know, kind of thinking. Well, maybe the market is ready to to come in here. There's a lot of extended stocks out there, but again, you have a day like uh, today, and you get some some good earnings movers in after hours from. Uh, and it looks like Amazon. And, and Meta, and this uh, uptrend uh, looks like it could have uh, could have more left. Yeah, we're going to get uh, Ken's quick take on those big tech earnings here in just a bit. But now let's take a look at the Dow. So blue chip stocks also powering higher today, finding support at the ten day moving average. Ken. Yeah, and the blue uh, blue chips have been uh, outperforming. You can see even uh, during the the selling uh, yesterday, it didn't even come down and touch its uh, its uh, ten day moving average. So the Dow is back up near. Uh, 
all-time highs may even be another you know all-time closing high today looks uh, looks looks pretty close so you know uh, just encouraging uh, encouraging action uh, today in the market uh, yeah it looks like we're going to get higher volume at last check higher volume on the NYSE and maybe lower volume on the on the Nasdaq so maybe a little bit of uh, accumulation at least on the NYSE today good to know and let's take a look at the Russell reversing higher right at the 50 day line today yeah, I mean, that was a, a pretty bad drop uh, yesterday for the small cap index, uh, but this is, uh, you know, the second time this index has come down to that red line, the 50-day moving average, and and found uh, support. So very encouraging uh, action from, uh, from small caps uh, as well. Yeah, and let's take a look at the 10-year Treasury yield because we are continuing to see yields deteriorate after hitting some resistance uh, just under that 4.2 level. Yeah, you had the bond yields really plummet yesterday. That was partly due to that uh, sell-off in shares of uh, New York uh, Community Bank, or uh, they're the bank that bought the the assets of Signature Bank, which uh, shuttered uh, back in early 2023. So bond yields under a lot of pressure yesterday, and under even more pressure uh, today. But you know, we have to remember that we, you know, Jerome Powell uh, yesterday at the Fed uh, statement uh, kind of insinuated that uh, the Fed is, you know, they're, they're likely going to start. Uh, cutting uh, cutting rates or, or raising uh, rates uh, th- this this year, um, but um, they're cutting not in a, a cut. Sorry, cutting cutting rates uh, th- this year, but they're the market was thinking they were going to do it in in March, but um, uh, they're, so they're going to cut. But the market is still kind of figuring out when it's going to happen. Yeah, the the timing of it. Yeah, right. and. Um, so uh, we'll, we'll we'll see, but that's why bond yields are under pressure. If the Fed's not in a rush right now to to uh, to um, I don't know why I keep screwing that ease, uh, uh, ease. Cu- cutting uh, yeah, yeah. E- easing easing. Well, raise. we got yeah. so used to raise raise know, raise know, for raise, so raise. long. Goodness, yeah. I mean. So anyway, so yields are <laughs> yields are under uh, under pressure, and I think a lot of that is just uh, the tone from uh, from uh, Jerome Powell yesterday. Yeah. Exactly. Okay. Well, we'll keep tabs on that, but we do want to move on to take a look at some earnings movers. Here's a look at NXT up almost 25% today, Ken, some pretty heavy volume, and it looks like a strong close for this solar stock as well. Yeah, I mean this company has a pretty unique uh, business in the in the solar group. There's a lot of damaged stocks uh, in the in the solar group, but Next Tracker is in this nice uh, niche. They uh, they make solar trackers, which are basically the racks that uh, help solar panels kind of pivot and follow the sun. So it helps these big, big solar farms operate uh, more efficiently, making sure they're getting the most use out, out of the sun. So uh, the earnings, you can see really, really nice uh, acceleration from the uh, from the prior quarter. We always like to see that revenue up uh, 38%. They also gave very strong uh, guidance. So <clears throat> obviously this is a stock that, um, you know, you don't want to chase after such a big, a big move. However, you know, this is still fairly early in, in the run here you can see it doesn't have a whole a lot a big trading history so uh, again you get some uh, some tight closes uh, near highs uh, maybe you get another opportunity to to get in here but this stock looks like it still could be in the early stages of a run and they're really you know firing on all cylinders uh, fundamentally so good one for the watch list um, just like race that we're gonna uh, talk about so um, keep this keep this one on the watch list and look for an alternate entry yeah Let's go to race Ferrari. 
breaking out of a base on earnings up over 12%, really heavy volume here to Ken. I mean, highest volume, it looks like in well over a year as this stock clears a 372 and change entry. Yeah, I mean, the, the metrics uh, looked looked okay. You can see that earnings and sales are kind of slowed down from uh, from the uh, from the uh, third quarter. So when you see slowing growth like that, typically not a not a great sign. But I think uh, the, the other news today was that uh, Lewis Hamilton, who formerly uh, drove with uh, Mercedes, he's going to come over to the Ferrari team, which has got a you know pretty good pretty good Formula One um, you know team in in uh, going here. So <clears throat> I think uh, investors like the sound of uh, that news uh, as well because. You look at the the deliveries for the company. You know, deliveries to the Americas—they were up six percent, less than a thousand uh, vehicles. But uh, pretty, pretty, you know, Hong Kong, uh, China, pretty weak with uh, deliveries down twenty-five percent there. So, uh, but it wasn't earnings uh, earnings beat, and uh, you know, better than expected. So, another stock that made such a powerful move and held those gains virtually all day uh, just really tells me that uh, there's a strength and support here. So, similar to Next Tracker. Put it on your watch list and see if you can get an alternate uh, alternate entry here. Yeah, I can. And I just want to underscore the news here today outside of the earnings that you just mentioned, only because Alexis Garcia on the IEBD team is a Formula One fan, and she was very shocked by this Lewis Hamilton news with him going to Ferrari racing for Ferrari starting in the 2025 season. So uh, it's a widely followed sport. And uh, so there's a lot of attention on that as well. But like you said, when you get this kind of price and volume action, definitely one for the radar. And yep, no, no. let's round things out with a look at Appfolio. This is APPF, a big move out of a base on earnings last week. And now, holding nicely right above last week's highs. Yeah, I mean this is uh, this is a very uh, very liquid stock and maybe maybe not a, a, a widely known name among enterprise uh, software stocks again cloud-based uh, software for mostly the real estate uh, real estate market uh, but again uh, another situation where you've got huge earnings increases in recent quarters and you have uh, revenue growth that has been picking up the picking up the pace in recent quarters. So looks like a couple quarters of accelerating um, you know, revenue growth. So again, a stock that made a huge move on earnings, but when you look at the the, the daily chart and just how the market is is treating this stock, it is really you know trading tightly, holding up near highs. So you get uh, price action like this, it can often move sideways, and that that paves the way for uh, maybe another upswing here. So three stocks that have uh, you know gapped up and um, uh, think have have more uh, more potential, especially when a, a good a good market uptrend here. So all three of these stocks, uh, you know, could have a little more left. You just want to wait for a little sideways uh, consolidation. Okay, Ken, thank you for that analysis. Now we've got to turn to the earnings results from Meta and Amazon in particular out after the close. Let's first go to Meta. This is a leaderboard stock and Ken shares now up over 12 percent here the early reaction to earnings here looking at the numbers earnings came in at five dollars and 33 cents a share uh some estimates pegged uh the bottom line number at four dollars and 96 cents a share so a pretty big beat there also a beat on revenue your take <laughs> 
Yeah, I mean, this is uh, it's been a big winner for us uh, in the leaderboard model uh, portfolio. This stock uh, first joined the leaders list in March uh, 2023. We've kind of been trading around the uh, the position, but uh, this was interesting because we also have Novo Nordisk. And earlier this week, we didn't really have a big profit cushion. It was a relatively new addition to the leaderboard model portfolio, and we decided to trim the position just because we were only up about two two uh, percent or so. We wanted just to minimize our our risk. And so we, we cut the position down and ended up soaring on earnings, but we basically followed just ba a, a basic rule. Um, but, you know, with Meta, since we, we, we first started uh, buying it in March 2023, uh, you know, we just have a, a sizable profit cushion. So even if there was uh, an earnings uh, downdraft, uh, we, we still have enough of a profit cushion to sit through a normal pullback. So right. um, and that is why we decided to hold on to the uh, the half position. It's the third highest weighted stock uh, in leaderboard right now. So we're, uh, we're thrilled to see it up uh, as much as it is. I have to go into the report and see see I've, numbers are obviously great um and we'll have to get the details mm -hmm. and with its uh, heavy weighting in the indexes i mean this this could be good for the tech sector uh, no question. good for the nasdaq we'll have to see what happens tomorrow and then we also want to look at amazon this is the other report out after the close not up as much as meta but a five percent or so four and a half percent gain after hours nothing to sneeze at here with this big tech company too beating earnings uh eps of a dollar beating 80 cent estimate revenue of 170 billion also beating estimates can and uh full disclosure i own this one yeah the um it's pretty amazing a lot of the magnificent seven stocks uh, were getting knocked because they've been rallying so much into earnings that well maybe the market priced in a lot of good news and it, it's uh, you know just a mat only a matter of time before they sell the news doesn't look to be happening i mean really the only weak earnings report that we got in the magnificent seven was google uh earlier in the week but uh, it looks like these numbers from amazon and uh, and meta were even better than the brightest of uh, expectations so um good to see it and uh, that would likely lift uh, nasdaq 100 mm -hmm. futures yeah definitely okay so now as we turn our attention to friday uh not only will the market be digesting this latest batch of big tech earnings but we've also got the jobs report which you mentioned ken yeah, super strong. Uh, we know the job market is uh, is very very tight, and uh, there's still you know a lot of job availability openings out there, and just not enough people to to fill them. So uh, we'll have to see. It's it's hard to say how the market is going to react to it. It used to be you know bad news was good news. Now it might might just be good news is good news. But we've had a pretty good string of uh, of healthy jobs reports. We'll see what the numbers uh, look like tomorrow, and we'll see if that uh, that ten year Treasury yield is going to start to to firm up because uh, boy investors have been buying bonds in, in spades over the past uh, couple of days. That they have. Okay, well, we'll be watching closely tomorrow morning, and we hope everyone joins us on IEBD Live as we break down all the action in the first hour and a half of the trading session, investors.com slash IEBD Live for all the details on that. We'll be joined by Leif Sereda. He'll be making his return to the program, uh, former U.S. investing champion. So looking forward to seeing how he's handling these earnings movers and overall conditions at this time. So we'll see you there in the morning, investors.com slash IBD live for the details. And we'll also see you right back here after the close to wrap up the week. See you then.
This show is for informational and educational purposes only, and nothing should be construed as a recommendation to buy, hold, or sell any securities. Any securities and investment strategies discussed may not be suitable for all investors. Make sure to consider consulting with your financial advisor before making investment decisions.